0: Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Atana Nava and I'm a mindset coach and I'm here with my lovely co-host Sophie.
1: Hi, so my name is Sophie and I am More like a agony aunt, I guess, because mm. I haven't had any uh, formal training in psychology. I've never studied it before, but I'm I'm just one of those people on the internet that love looking into the human brain and mm. how it works and how society works. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah,
0: your <a> curious mind. <laughs> yeah, um, you can say that. <laughs> yeah. So today's topic is emotional and or psychological trauma. So emotional trauma is when your psyche is damaged as a result of of an extremely distressing event. This event usually shatters your sense of security and creates an unhealthy narrative or belief system. So These extremely distressing events can range from a natural disaster, earthquake, tsunami, to childhood abuse.
1: Okay. Um. So, like, what could, what causes the these emotional, emotional trauma within? Like, what age does it kind of set in? Like, can it be like? Can you be like a sixty-year-old who suddenly gets trauma, or do you have to be a child to, to be? I mean, I
0: think trauma could happen at any age. Okay. Um, You could be a 30-year-old that gets into a really severe car crash and that could end up having an effect on your nervous system. So mm-hmm. it, it could increase your anxiety. You could end up having PTSD. Um,
1: like veterans, when they go to yeah. the army and... And, like, come back with PTSD because of everything they've seen and everything. Yeah, yeah.
0: and that is that is an extreme, distressing event. Yeah. You know, seeing people that you've become close with being shot or being blown up or having your own trauma, you being shot at yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: like, the most extreme situation to be in because as as human beings in this day and age... We are so protected by you know our brick houses, yeah, and yeah. we don't need to hunt for our food. <laughs> yeah. when... we've got Tesco, exactly. Yeah. So you know we don't we, we walk out the house. We're not scared about being shot. Yeah. And I think when we bring it down to life and death, as human beings, when we think back to you know caveman ages, you know when we were in a primal primal state. You know, we were in that life or death kind of stage. Yeah, we could wake up and be like, you know, mauled by a lion or something. You know, you know you don't know yeah. you didn't have a protection yeah. of a brick. So house. we were, we
1: were mentally ready for it. Whereas right <sighs> like now, from childhood, you're not mentally ready for the worst case scenario. You're just expecting your life to go in a routine, you wake up, Mm. you go to school, you come back, or you wake up, you do your nine-to-five, you come back. Mm. That's the kind of mindset that we've been kind of trained into, Mm. you could say, wouldn't you
0: say? Yes, 100%. Um, I think that is what society has become. You know, as humans, we've we've developed, we've become more intelligent, you know, technology and you know all these agriculture all these things life is so easy now
1: yeah, yeah. in comparison to how it was like yeah caveman time I exactly guess. Yeah.
0: exactly and ideally that that time you know are when we think about our nervous system yeah you know our fight flight you know there's freeze as yeah. well and there's fawn those are the four kind of reactions to a threat yeah. that are built in us yeah so back in the day it would be if we saw a tiger running towards us we would do one of those four things
1: yeah
0: in this day and age
1: it's mind the gap yeah for <laughs> the underground yeah. essentially isn't it or as you, if you're a kid crossing the road it's like look listen yeah.
0: before you cross the road isn't yeah. it so yeah yeah so it's 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 a whole different ball game. Yeah. yeah, and our our nervous system. You know, when we think about anxiety, it's still anxiety is normal
1: because mm. when you
0: think about you know back in the day, that was a survival instinct. Yeah, there yeah, is a definitely. reason. Yeah. for our our anxiety. Yeah, it helped us survive.
1: Yeah,
0: but I think now we are we've been trained yeah to to worry about things that aren't really a life or a, like a you know a death yeah, yeah life situation yeah, yeah yeah um so it is it is it is a different a different world now, mm-hmm. a different society and I think that
1: I think our brain is trying to like cope with the situation of trying to evolve with the times and like sometimes maybe we like technology in the last 20 years it's it was it's completely different to how it was like back in 1970s and that time it was our parents it's literally just one generation mm. so I think because we're evolving Like environmentally so quickly our bodies aren't able to like catch up I guess so I think maybe a lot of like depression and anxiety stems from that like unable to like quickly evolve or keep up with Mm. the times would you would you agree with that
0: yeah I think the world around us is changing so drastically yeah it's changing faster than we are changing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah. And we don't like change. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Cause you know, change means that something that we're used to or a way of our living, you know
1: our comforts in life is being disrupted. Exactly. Basically yeah. there's
0: a loss when you change. Mm, yeah you're losing something or part of yourself when you're changing. Yeah. Um and we just can't keep up you know you're absolutely right um everything around us is kind of setting a pace and we're just trying to keep up but we can't
1: yeah yeah so like going back to like emotional trauma you could in a way say that it starts off in childhood like because that's when you're first into the world I guess mm-hmm. and that's when you're exposed to the world so like how would you differentiate between like a a major emotional trauma or like um, to a major trauma within a child and then we can slowly talk about how it would affect us in adulthood I guess like right now yeah
0: um a major event in childhood can lead to quite severe mental health illnesses later on in life. Um, child abuse mm-hmm. is a big one. Yeah. In all in all forms, different yeah, types yeah. of abuse. Neglect. Yeah. Is another big one. Um, neglect meaning a, a child not being looked after physically and also emotionally. Um, an unstable home environment separation from parents there's different attachment types you know that definitely has an influence on our core kind of thinking our core narrative and that develops through through age a minor event can also have an influence
1: so what is isn't like an example of a minor event because like when we're raising kids it's is so much to do like it's yeah. so overwhelming and people like like I feel like in today's day and age we're so quick to point and say oh it's because of my parents I turned out yeah. this way but people don't understand like it's your parents first time being a parent yeah. Yeah. they don't know everything it's not fair like just like how you wouldn't you were would, you've been given a child how would you raise that child you don't know so like what like what are the minor traumas that people can accidentally give a child?
0: So I'd say, you know, if you think about, you know, you're right about, you can't blame your parents, your parents are really busy, or whoever was looking after you. Mm-hmm. If we imagine a scenario of, you know, a working mum, right? She goes to work in the morning, nine to five, comes home, she's got washing up to do, yeah. she's got clothes to put out to dry, she's got cooking to do. Mm. As a child, you have no awareness of all these other aspects of life. Yeah. As a child, you are essentially selfish. You're self-centred because that's all you know. All you know is yourself. Yeah. How I feel.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, my needs aren't being met.
1: Yeah.
0: You're not thinking that mum has to do the cooking or mum yeah. has to do the washing, you know, all yeah. these other parts of society yeah. and life.
1: And it's not in a malice way either. It's just how you are as a child. Yeah. yeah.
0: You don't know because you haven't, you know, lived. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you don't haven't
1: ha- been given these
0: responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, go do this. Like, yeah, exactly. I think
1: that's why a lot of parents, I think it's good to... ...to introduce chores... ...not harsh chores... ...but like obviously little things... ...like pick up your toys... ...or like pick up after yourself... ...I think it helps... ...create awareness within a child... ...isn't it?
0: Yeah definitely... ...so and children... ...that do do chores... ...you know they end up realising... ...the value of...
1: ...hard work...
0: ...of hard work... ...of doing things for yourself... ...independence knowing that you can't just live and ease by, right? Um, but kind of going back to childhood, mm. um, as a child, you don't know about all these things that your parents have to do. You're very much me, 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 which mm. is understandable. You're a baby, you're a child. Yeah. Um. So a, a baby or a child might think, oh, mum doesn't have time for me. Yeah. You know? Mum doesn't give me affection, mum doesn't do this, mum doesn't do that. Obviously, there's a whole different perspective, there's a whole different story to it. But a minor event could be just that thought that mum doesn't have time to be time for me. Yeah. Can later on, you know, become a core cool narrative where you're thinking later on in life that no one has time for me.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: for example, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, you know, in that same that's that same child later on in life 16 years old your friends go out without you you might think oh my friends don't have time for me yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so it becomes subconscious yes yeah yes
0: it does become an unconscious belief system Mm. and it's unhealthy because that may not necessarily be the case yeah so that could be like a minor thing
1: yeah okay so um like obviously like would you would you say that this emo, like emotional trauma it's like it stems from like is it just is it just social environment that causes the emotional trauma
0: so genes has a part to play mm-hmm. In school, when we did psychology, we learned it was 50% genes and 50% environment that has an effect on your personality. Yeah. Um, but there are some twin studies that show that actually it's 20% genes and okay. 80% um your environment. And okay. then there's other studies that kind of um, have more of a range. So other studies have showed that 30% to 60% of genes have an effect.
1: Okay, so, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that makes me think that, you know, maybe genes also have an, an influence or play a part in how much you allow the environment to yeah. have an effect on you as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So, uh, like... So, say, like, a, a child is born short-tempered. So, um, to what... How would you... Tell the child, so how would you like um,
0: know the difference between,
1: yeah, know the difference between an emotional trauma and an
0: actual? I mean, emotional trauma, you would know, yeah, right? A child would know that this happened to them or that happened to them,
1: okay? So they would actually remember that trauma,
0: yeah, or they may not remember, they may kind of block it out in your brain sometimes when things are really traumatic our brain actually hides it from us.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: yeah. it could be because you don't want to face it. You're avoiding mm. it. Um. But coming back to, you know, a child being, you know, short-tempered, you don't know if it's genes. Yeah. I think it's really hard to know if that's part of your genes or part of your environment. Yeah. It could be a learnt behaviour. Yeah. Maybe your dad was short-tempered yeah. and that's something you've learnt from him. Oh, okay, yeah. Um... So, it is difficult to tell, um, but childhood trauma, it is a very, very difficult thing to to process. Yeah,
1: so like, you know, you see patients on a day-to-day basis, Mm. would you say like, majority of your patients that come in have, are there right now because of childhood trauma or is it because or is it because of like something that happened last week
0: I don't know like so a lot a lot of um you know patients in mental health services they do have they have experienced really like traumatic um situations in life yeah you know I've I've heard some Really horrible stories, and it makes sense, you know. It makes sense why they are the way they are, but it's and it's such a shame because you can see, you can tell someone, you know, this is why, or you, but you, but it's like they're so involved in themselves, so the pain,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: they don't know how to process the pain, they don't know how to, um feel the pain how to express it yeah Um, and
1: acknowledge it
0: yeah exactly and there's a common um diagnosis called emotionally unstable personality disorder um it's now called borderline personality disorder they've changed the name for some reason um but they they are service users they are people yeah right they are people that find it difficult to manage their emotions.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, you say, like, a lot of times, like, we block out our trauma. Mm. Is So, you know, your patients, is there a way for... Do they... Do you think they're there because they've blocked out their trauma, but they feel all this pain and they don't know what's causing the pain? Is there, like, a way for them to... to in a way get get help to figure out what is causing the block in them and like see what the actual deep root cause is
0: um yeah so a lot of a lot of us it's not I don't think it's just um patients or service users I think everyone has the capability to repress emotions from situations or repressed thoughts Mm -hmm. that we don't want to face
1: yeah yeah
0: right yeah and that that's an aspect of being comfortable as well experiencing these things having to face these things that's discomfort Mm. no one likes that everyone wants to be in the comfort zone yeah um I wanna be happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then there's there's that there's a false sense of happiness when you've got all these underlying things going yeah. on. Yeah. Um so your um your the answer to I guess your question of finding out the root cause mental health services would be would be my response. Personally I think talking therapies yeah. um are a great thing if you yeah. want to figure out the root cause yeah. to understand because what happens is when you're talking things out you know what ends up happening is that your unconscious comes out too
1: oh okay I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah so
0: the more you talk the more yeah. things come out oh okay and a therapist what they do is they kind of you know,
1: tap into the unconscious
0: yeah so it's not yeah. re- they don't really do much
1: okay they're more
0: just like a facilitator they'll hold you they'll contain your emotions okay um they'll kind of ask certain questions to kind of get you to dig deeper they might make interpretations that you can dispute or you can agree with and you can you know they're just
1: help they- you have a conversation with yourself <laughs> yes yeah
0: exactly yeah. Um, and you know having a conversation with yourself even outside of a therapeutic environment it's so helpful you know i talk to myself sometimes yeah. you know i'll be driving in my car and i'm talking to myself i think what helps is you have this internal dialogue right yeah. that, that's your thoughts yeah. and every day we have thousands thousands and thousands of thoughts and most of those thoughts are just so irrelevant. Yeah, you know they don't mean anything. Yeah, and our mind is going through this thing day day in and day out. When you're when you talk to yourself,
1: yeah,
0: you're also hearing yourself, and mm. it's like you're two people talking, right? Okay. So you've yeah. got your your mind going, and then you're talking out loud to your mind. Yeah, so that's quite an interesting thing, and I think that's why talking therapies help. Yeah.
1: But say, like, someone, like, they're in so much pain, they don't feel like talking, they just, they want to keep whatever it is within themselves, is there another outlet to do that? Because I know, like, journaling's quite Mm. popular right now online, so would you recommend
0: that oh yeah journaling is great um it's kind of similar to talking therapies but it's just writing rather okay. than talking yeah it's still the idea of letting your thoughts out yeah. expressing yourself yeah and the more you talk the more things come out the more you write yeah. same thing more things come out as well yeah um it really depends there's like two types of people there's people that like to talk yeah and there's people that like to write yeah so whatever works well with you yeah that's what you should be doing yeah
1: yeah okay that's great um so uh so obviously going back to um childhood Mm. and like is, is there a way to help a child like overcome their trauma so say as a as a parent you've seen your child a difference in a behavior but you don't want to to um overreact or show your child or like make them think oh no there's something wrong with him or her Mm. you know and make them feel insecure how would you do it as a parent like slowly like try and figure out what the trauma is unwind whatever you've done or or society has done Mm. how would you do
0: that so the same way as adults um having therapy yeah the idea is expressing yourself yeah so What a parent could do is just really listen to your child. Okay. You know? A lot of people think children are, I don't know, like, silly or dumb or whatever. But they're still valuable, Mm. you know, little minds. Yeah. Their minds are so vulnerable at that time. Anything you do it's going to soak it up.
1: Yeah. So
0: you do have to be really mindful of how you treat children.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Because it's going to have... Definitely going to have an effect... On who they become. Yeah. So if you find that your child is behaving in a certain way, just be with your child. Don't tell them how they're feeling. Yeah. Which is what a lot of parents do. Okay. Don't tell them... You know what you think or whatever it is just listen to your child let them express themselves yeah and that gives them confidence in expressing themselves
1: yeah, yeah. so just like take like 15 minutes out of your day and just sit with your child mm-hmm. and have a conversation about dinosaurs yeah or like yeah. i don't know wh- whatever they're into yeah yeah
0: and the yeah. thing is it's and with children as well they're very imaginative yeah so if they're telling you a story about dinosaurs there could be something behind it. Okay. Right? Yeah. So they could be trying to explain, like, an event or a distressing event that has happened to them mm. through a story of dinosaurs.
1: Okay. Because mm. they
0: don't... Know, that's all they kind of... Not that's all they know, but they're familiar with, you know, like, these cartoons their favorite and car- things. favourite characters. That, exactly.
1: their little world. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Um. So... With with childhood trauma, I think the biggest thing or the best thing we could do for, you know, our children or babies is to really validate their emotions. Mm. So children who have been neglected emotionally end up, you know, they, they grow up. This is where I'm referring to people with um, borderline personality disorder. They grow up, they're unable to keep, you know, relations, relationships with other people um, because of their emotions, because mm. they're not able to manage their emotions. Yeah. Um, they often have, you know, they're very impulsive. Yeah. They often have, you know, depressive thoughts, suicidal thoughts, um, because their emotions go from one extreme to another.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, because they don't know how to handle their emotions, they don't know how to express themselves, and people with this diagnosis they they live a very difficult life because their narrative it it may be negative, yeah right, okay, yeah,
1: so like going into adulthood mm like you said like it affects relationships Mm. so like what kind of issues could arise from relationships like with the
0: person with emotional trauma so it could it could you know we've heard of toxic yeah you know relationships toxic people so people that are usually toxic have been through some kind of emotional trauma trauma, right yeah um there it is because of communication and not being able to control their emotions mm. is why relationships break down.
1: Yeah, yeah. Being able to openly communicate and be honest with each other. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because I've noticed, like, with a f- like some like some people when you meet in life, you have this thing like you get a bad vibe from mm. them. Do you know what I mean? So like, um like you. And you feel like you can't honestly open up to them. Do you think it? You like, it's because of emotional trauma. You get the bad vibe from them. Like your mind knows, like, oh no, something's off. Yeah. You know? I I don't know, like how. To... I mean, that's
0: like a whole different um, topic. I could okay. talk about like energy and oh. gut feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know it is. I think what you're kind of touching, you know, touching on is the toxic yeah. aspect of a human being. Yeah. You know, we definitely... I'm such a vibes person, such an yeah. energy person. Like, you can definitely feel things of other people. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, you definitely can. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, with some people, like, I automatically, like... I don't know what it is. Like, I just literally shut down. Mm. I don't... Like, it's not that I don't like them. It's, like, I've just literally met the person. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know why. But you just... You just shut down, you're like, No, I don't want to talk to you.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> you go away. like, I don't know why. So,
0: and it's it's interesting because you know like dogs and cats. Yeah. They they go towards some people but they run away from yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And babies are the same as well. Yeah. They're fully just going on what they feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you're an adult, you the we develop intelligence. We develop thought and mm. you know we have the um capability to debate things yeah you know yeah. if we meet someone and we've f- got feeling of saying no yeah our mind might, might be saying you know give them a go or yeah you can just go chat to them um what's the worst that could happen <laughs> yeah and then later on you yeah. find out yeah. <laughs> the worst that <laughs> yeah. happened um so i think energy is um we emit energy right mm. I think to a certain extent, to a certain level, we emit, you know, we emit light. Yeah. Heat. Those yeah. are types of energies. Yeah. And you feel that of other people. Um so yes. Toxicity. That's a whole
1: different episode. Yeah, guess, yeah. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll get <laughs> into that later. Yeah.
1: We could do that maybe next week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's yeah, it is yeah. a good topic, that one. Um
1: but it does stem from emotional trauma, don't, don't you think?
0: Um, Yes, because toxic people have experienced some kind of trauma. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why they are toxic. Yeah. That's why they are the way they are. Yeah. Um, negative, yeah. that's one thing. Yeah. Having a negative narrative. Yeah. Um. Unable to kind of look at things in a different way in a different perspective mm. it doesn't mean that you're going to be you know a toxic person forever
1: yeah they're not bad people no no, no. Yeah. it's just they're not able to overcome whatever trauma that they went exactly. through. exactly yeah
0: that's what it yeah. is they're not bad people Yeah. they they've just had you know horrible things happen to them and it's not their fault you can't blame them yeah you know you can understand why someone is that way but having said that you know, if someone is treating you in a horrible way, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's your run. choice. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> run. <laughs>
0: um,
1: no, but a lot of times, like when you look at like w- like when we judge people, mm-hmm. like you don't you don't look at yourself first and think, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, what am I doing wrong? You're usually like, oh, there's something off about them. Mm-hmm. They're doing this too much. They're doing that too much. Uh, but a lot of times, maybe you have those flaws yeah. and that's why, you know, you're picking it up, maybe. Uh, yeah,
0: like, exactly. Projection. Yeah. Um, and it is... I think self-awareness is such a big thing. Yeah. Because when you become aware of your emotions, mm. when you become aware of your thoughts, that's when change happens. Yeah. Because you realise what I'm doing... It's not helping me, it's yeah. not serving me, it's not yeah. doing me any good. Yeah. And then that's when the whole kind of thought process of wanting to change, what else can I do?
1: Yeah.
0: It happens. Yeah. Um but it's difficult because when we talk about childhood, you've known these narratives or belief systems for years
1: yeah yeah.
0: right so it's not gonna be all you kind of know exactly so it's not gonna be quick you can't change yourself that it's gonna take time and it's gonna be tough it's not easy you're gonna cry you're gonna oh my god i'm gonna rip your hair out but that is the process
1: yeah Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, and it's like an, you know, it's like an onion when you think about it. like there's layers to yourself. Yeah. And every you just the deeper you go, you know, the closer to the core yeah. essentially and that you get Yeah. the harder it gets. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: yeah. Does.
0: yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's that's just a few thoughts that we've had today on yep. emotional trauma. Um I hope you guys enjoyed our discussion. If you have any thoughts or any questions, let us know. Yeah.
1: Please feel free to contact us and and ask your opinion on questions and maybe we can sit down and go through it. Yeah and discuss
0: yeah. discuss those topics too. Yeah.
1: Or if you have a scenario that you want a professional opinion from Then go ahead. Yeah, let
0: us know.